we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? Yeah, we I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. This is Eddie Estrada, and I am once again here to talk all things Real Housewives of Orange County again with my co-host, Matthew McFarlane. Matthew, how you doing? Hello, Eddie. I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's so good to have you back. We love talking OC with you. It's always a blast. Anytime you know these ladies are completely bonkers, I'm happy to break it down. <laughs> and they got definitely mega bonkers this episode. Oh. Mega bonkers is a new thing that I'm starting. Great. Which is... Bonkers. Bon- there's bonkers <laughs> and then there's mega bonkers. And let's just say the queen of the mega bonkers has to be Emily and I was so here for it. Oh. Oh my God. Like the only sane person left. Truly. That is true. She's the only one that has like a normal head on her shoulders where everyone else is literally running like with the chicken with their head cut off. Everyone this this episode was losing their minds and you could watch Emily like when they were cutting back and forth between the Kelly and Shannon lunch and the Tamara Vicky Emily lunch. I feel like Emily was at both lunches because she just kept being like, oh, like so discombobulated being like, I don't know who to side with. I don't know who to agree with. I'm nervous. I mean, she literally said it feels like there's a line drawn in the sand between Tamara and Kelly Dot, and you, you have to choose a side. You can't be, you have to yeah, be one way or Kelly the other. Yeah, and Kelly says infamously, like if you don't want me to cross the line, don't draw one. Don't draw one. So, I mean, I think we all should have listened. Lines have been drawn. Okay, <laughs> so let's break down what the big drama of the beginning of this episode is because like you said, there was a Another lunch between Shannon, or sorry, there was a lunch between Shannon and Kelly, and there was also a lunch between Tamara, Vicky, and Emily. Right. And basically everyone is meeting up because at the last lunch that Shannon and Tamara shared where... Tamara was like, I'm the victim in this situation. Going in on Shannon. Like, absurdly so. And when they were speaking about what was going on with Kelly Dodd as well, someone who's a Bravo fan like we are (laughs) videotaped the situation, but only getting the part where Tamara was talking about Kelly Dodd pushing her mom down the stairs which was a rumor. She was just repeating the rumor once again. As Right. This is the one time where Tamara was actually telling the truth and she was just repeating why Kelly was upset because she thought they were, she was being talked about. Exactly. It's the one time that Tamara's actually being truthful about something. But Shocking. hey, a boy who cried wolf, you lie too many times <laughs> and people just won't believe it's you. It's true. It's true. Even I was like, wait, did that really happen? But thank God for our Bravo editors, we get the flashbacks and it was corroborated. It was. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing is like, sometimes I do need them to like do the flashbacks just to make sure I'm on the right side of like history. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I want to be, I want to believe Tamara, but like at the same time, like, I don't know. Oh, thank you. Bravo. Bravo producers. Yes, okay. Thank you, thank so you, it's you, okay you, to you. believe Tamara this time. Perfect. But do I like Tamara right now? No, never. No, 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 no. no. Um, I did love Tamara though in this situation because like Kelly said, it brought her and her mom back together in hate against Tamara. Oh my God. Like that connection that was a stretch. And I just, what, what did Kelly say? It was, um, 
Oh yeah, Kelly getting emotional. It was like I think it was a recap of last week at the top of this episode, and Kelly was like getting emotional and saying, "Jolie, Jolie doesn't even see her grandma anymore. She doesn't even know her grandma anymore." And I want to be like, "Kelly, you pushed her down the <laughs> stairs. That is why they don't talk anymore." Granny took a tumble. I feel terrible. I really do. Um, Mo- more so for Kelly's gra- uh, mother, but what are you going to do? I actually, I don't know if I feel that bad for Kelly Dodd's mom. I First of all, I do not believe that Kelly Dodd pushed her down the stairs. Like, no, I'm just joking. I think that something happened, and the brother, I guess we found out, we found out later that the brother was the one that projected that horrible rumor, but something went down in that family. Something hey, twisted and dark. I can feel it. I, there definitely was some, like, I, from what I heard, like, the mom and the brother were definitely taking advantage of Michael in the situation. Yes. which you could see on oh, camera. Oh, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I just, I just was like, it was hilarious to me that it was like it has brought me and my mom back together because my mom hates Tamra. <laughs> thinks Tamra is the worst person ever. Drinking her water, like yeah. tidying up her like section before she leaves Shannon alone at the table. So let's talk about the whole issue with Jim Bellino and how Kelly Dodd inserted herself into. That drama. I had no idea that this drama was going on at all. With so Jim. I had heard kind of that it was like going on, but I didn't know the extent of what was like actually transpiring with like the million dollar lawsuit, the legal fees, and like Shannon's out of it, but Tamara's still in it. Like, so if basically let me break it down for y'all if you guys <sighs> didn't watch the episode. So Tamara and Shannon went on a podcast. I don't remember the podcast. It was not <laughs> ours. So thankfully we're not getting sued. Um, but um, they, I guess, said some things about Jim Bellino and was like. Apparently they said enough about his personal life and about his business yeah. life that it was enough for him to press charges. At, for Sue for defamation. Right. Which also, they bring up Jim saying that, then Kelly's mom brings up that Tamara can get it because of what she's saying about Kelly and her mom. And Vicky's sitting there and we know well now that yes. Vicky is getting this idea in her head. Hmm, maybe I could sue hmm, maybe. Kelly Dodd and Bravo yeah. and the producers for, uh, for defamation. Know, defamation. I mean, first of all, I mean, talk about like, the grossest people from Orange County embroiled in a legal battle. Like Jim Bellino is maybe one of the worst house husbands ever to grace oh, the, the franchise. If not the worst. The, I mean, disgusting. Like women are made for my rib and women should be in the house. Like I can't stand him. So to hear that he's in a fucking battle with Tamara. I mean, honestly, good riddance to both Wait, of them. I'm dying though. Cause it's literally like Satan versus Satan. <laughs> no, like, truly. It is the fallen angel. What is it? Michael and Satan, like going at it, the two of them. And it's one of those things where I don't actually really care who wins or loses. Cause someone's going to get screwed and they both deserve it. And Shannon was pardoned. She's out of it. It seems like, so thank God. But yeah, honestly, yeah, you, I, know. you know, again, Shannon, I feel like gets her hands dirty on accident. Yeah. She's like helping Tamara bury the Always body. And then she's like, oh my God, wait, we're burying a dead body. Like already, but it's already done, Shannon. Like you've already done it. It's too late. Honestly, <laughs> her just having like her name under the Trace Amigas title is association enough for anything that those two women do. A hundred percent. I feel like the Trace Amigas change every week. I feel like Tamara's always one of them. And then it's a rotation between Gina and Shannon and Vicky and sometimes like a past housewife or Bronwyn. Or Bronwyn. Yeah. Um, Brown win. Oh, um, you heard that Vicky, did you hear that BravoCon Vicky was like, 
if I don't come in as a full housewife next season, I'm out. I'm either all the way in or all the way out. She won't recur again as a reduced status person on OC. I mean, here's the thing, though. We're getting everything that we want from Vicky. We're getting mm-hmm. all of the drama. She's on almost every episode. But I don't give a shit about her and who's the guy she's marrying? Steve? Is that his name? Yeah, I think it's Steve. I He, he seems great. I don't care about them or their marriage or any of that. I do not care. So I'm getting exactly what I need from her and that's it. I think she wants to get back on because she wants a Bravo wedding. She wants Bravo to pay for that wedding. And that's why she's saying I want to be a full fledged housewife or not. Cause I don't want to, she doesn't want to pay for it, which I get, but no, she's way more fun and way more useful to us as a friend of. Um, Bravo's already going to be shelling out the big bucks because we have a summer house wedding next year and we're going to have, um, Stassi's wedding next year, which is going to be flat out said, Oh, we're having it on the show. Bravo's yeah. paying for it, which I loved. She was flat out like, Oh no, we're not, we're, we're doing it on the show. Stassi's like, I, <laughs> I've given you guys enough. You're giving me my wedding. You gave Jackson. It's Brady my a wedding. birthday. It oh is my, my God. birthday. Her, she's going to be the biggest bridezilla in the entire world. And I'm so excited for I can't it. Wait. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait. Um, you heard she got her own digital series too. Yes, which yes. I'm so proud of I her thought for. for I for a hot moment I thought it was Sheena and I was very upset. Oh, but no, you know I'm a Sheena stan. You know <laughs> I, I love yeah, Sheena. Again, another stan situation that I Ugh. just don't get with you. I really well, don't. I'm sorry. Um, yes. I'm also, but back to OC. So yeah, so basically, like Kelly storms away from Shannon and is like, whatever, like. You know, I'm done with the Trace Amigas. You guys are all attacking me. And yeah. And I don't like truth. Kelly. You know me. I don't like Kelly that much. But she randomly, randomly gets struck by inspiration and has some actually very, like, intelligent nuggets of truth that she throws out. Like Emily said, she's the smartest, dumbest person she's ever Truly. met. Truly. And I actually am, that, that, that whole concept is growing on me because she sat there and very logically, very reasonably was like, you know what? I'm not going to go to this party that's coming up with Bronwyn. Like, proud of Bronwyn for doing this thing, with, which we'll get to in a second. But I'm going to remove myself from the situation, and I'm not going to mess with anybody because I know me, and I'm going to come in there, guns blazing, and I'm going to want to, like, you know, break some bitches' necks. So yeah. for the first time in a long time, I was like, you know what, Kelly, good for you. Making the adult Jolie decision about it. The adult Jolie <laughs> yes. decision. I'm pulling dead. a Jolie, if you will. That, what would Jolie? What would J? WWJD actually stands for? What would Jolie do? Not what would Jesus do? Wow, what a turn of events! What a Here turn we are of in OC. Jesus drugs first, and then you got Jolie. What would Jolie do? Um, yeah, let's talk about Bronwyn's party. That's another person I stand. Oh my god, um, this is hilarious. So she's not having a wiener party, everyone. She's having a weaning party, meaning she is done breastfeeding her kids. She's done weaning children. She is officially not going to be a mother anymore after 20 years mothering <laughs> six children over seven. seven, seven, sorry, over how many decades? That's 20, like 20, a little so over, t- she, she she a little over 20. Yeah. Cause she, lest we forget she and Sean, Sean, yeah. She and Sean got married at 18 years old, like not even graduated from high school. So for the, yeah, for the past, what, 20 plus years, she's been popping children out. That's insane. Like, and that's like, crazy. I was so, I'm all for, again, I go back and forth with Bronwyn. One minute I love her, one minute I don't. But, and I was all for, like, celebrate you, girl. Like, you have given your life and your literal body to seven children for 20 years. Like, you should have some sort of fun Big little party, thing. party, yeah. I was not expecting a bachelorette 
part two. I thought a, a tasteful dinner party with maybe a fun novelty cake at the end. No, no. I did not get that. I got drunk Bronwyn shoving her face with cake. Um, but hey, those strippers were fucking hot. So I they really were complain. super hot. Um, the ones. St- okay, wait. Let me talk about before I get into the strippers because I have some things to say about the strippers. Yes, she did. Um, but I I was like thinking about it when you were talking when you were like, oh yeah, she got married at like eighteen because she did really young. I think she never had the chance to have a real bachelorette party. Fair. So th- I think this is her chance to kind of be like, I'm ready to let loose, be wild, like. I've been raising these kids through all like my fun years. Like this is my chance to have fun. Fair. That's where I saw it. So she was like dildos out, strippers on. Totally. Titty cake. We get to go, <laughs> honey. Um, okay. The one stripper, I watched this with Kelsey last night Ugh. and we could not get over that. The one like maid stripper looks like Jennifer Aiden from Real Housewives of New Jersey. <gasps> Guys, if you watch it back, you are going to die. Jennifer Aiden oh, was stripping God. at Bronwyn's party. Thank you. I was sitting there with my mother watching and going, who does this bitch look like? Oh, my it God. It was a crossover event for the ages. I had chills. I'm literally going to watch it when I get home tonight. That Thank you. I, that was going to drive me. That was going to keep me up all night. I couldn't remember who it was. It was, I was like, at first she reminded me of Angelina from um, Jersey Shore. And then I was like, no, no, oh, no. Okay. It's more Jennifer Aiden. No, with, the, with the glasses on and mm-hmm. she's looking straight on. You're like, oh my God. Yes. Um, And here's the thing. So I forgot that they had, that Bronwyn and Sean have a separate like sex, like apartment getaway you know which on one hand okay sure if you have a thousand children totally have a space off campus <laughs> off campus <laughs> i love that for you and your significant other but like let's call spade a spade that we know that that has turned in like to a love den for bronwyn's girlfriends and for sean and eddie to hook up can we just call it oh my I'm god i'm sorry oh my god the more and more i see sean with those necklaces on the more i know that he's gay jeff probes thank you <laughs> he's sleeping with a cabana boy in that apartment Oh my gosh, Those, we can't allegedly, guys. This is we alleged. Can't be, this we is, can't be sued for no. defamation this here. This is not. This confirmed. is no Jumbly. No, confirm nor deny any of this. This is purely speculation. This is not confirmed. This is all just speculation. However, that adds up, don't you think? Well, there are rumors that, like, as there always have been about Eddie and Tamra, um, and I mean Bronwyn and Tamra. I'm not gonna say I don't think they have not hooked up yet. And, like, why not just keep it in the family, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keep it in the family. Because that way, there's, like, a sa- there's like a circle of trust. <laughs> Nothing leaves the circle of trust between Ex- those four. Exactly. Honestly, wouldn't hate to see it. Oh, my God, I would not. Hey, <laughs> I mean, also, Tamara should, Tamara should kind of come out now. Because, like, her relevancy. Is that a word? Yeah, relevancy. We use yeah, it. Yeah, it's like dwindling. It's the age of social media. She needs to stay relevant. She needs to stay relevant, and I think that ooh, this would really wet the palate of like it would angry like all of her son's Ryan, right? Yes, all of Ryan's like Trump friends. It would anger them like desperately. It would disturb her family life. Her and Eddie's life would kind of blow up. Like it would be great for her career. In the long run. Hey, no, but we do know. I mean, she didn't. She have a lesbian lesbian relationship like. In seasons past, or she had that friend that she like kind of like. Wait, what? Tamara? She, yeah, oh God, the Brazilian that also hooked up with Taylor Armstrong <gasps> two days before Russell Armstrong died. We talked about this. Oh didn't my we? God, no! But like, this is all wonderful. Oh my God, wait, oh I my God, maybe I had Armstrong this, like t- 
talk about a throwback. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, Guys, you already know my, if you guys listen to Housewives, her story about Beverly Hills season two, you guys know my theories about Russell and the sex boy. Um, but girl, you got to go back and listen. I mean, but, um, clearly, but so Tamra had this like lesbian friend, like lover, God, seasons ago. I can't remember her name, but, it would, she basically got like mad and like basically was like, yeah, Tamara was just like using me. Like, you know, she was just like using the idea of this like girl on girl. Oh, this actually sounds very familiar. I can't remember her name. It was like a very sexy name, but this woman was also seen making out with Taylor Armstrong at a dinner. And then she went off on Taylor Armstrong in the press and was like, Oh, she's hiding who she really is. It also because of like I mean, Russell that would and really stuff. track that but would it, really but it was sense. seen. They were seen two days before Russell Armstrong was killed, and so Russell's death kind of probably swept that all. Yeah, off. like no one was caring. Oh yeah, my God, no one cared about that afterwards. Wow, guys. Her, do you think Taylor and her lips will ever make a return to Beverly Hills? Like, well, it seems like everyone's returning to Beverly Hills this well, season. Well, yeah, because they need to like make some drama yeah. happen. So, I mean, I would love to see Taylor back. I, as crazy as she was, like I really did like love her. I did too. And that was like again, Bra- Beverly Hills. I think was the one that really raised the bar oh, on what at the dra- beginning on what drama was like base level. Like what was base level drama? Like you need to do more than just pull someone's hair or throw a drink. Like you need to have a husband that has mental issues and unfortunately commits suicide. Or like, that's the drama have your sister need. steal a house and be like on prescription drugs. Oh and, my like, god! Alcohol. Yes, and get into a fight in a limo, guys. We miss old Beverly Hills, but we are not talking. <laughs> we're, we need to get back to the other part of California, a little bit more south. Um, and OC, let's talk about, um, I mean, should we talk about Gina and her Dr. Hottie she keeps mentioning? I mean, not really. It just, it's again, the more and more we get further and further into this with Gina, the darker it is because we know what's happening presently. Yeah. Um, and it just sucks. And I thank God for Emily because Emily is consistently sitting there being like, no, he's awful. He's terrible. He says, he said and done horrible things to you. Don't forget that. Like, be aware. And if not for Emily, I think what we're, what Gina is experiencing now in present day would probably be a lot darker. Oh yeah. Cause Emily, I think was always like the little angel on her shoulder being like, no, don't give in. Don't give yeah, in. He's bad. He's bad news. Yeah. So again, it's just really sad. Gina's again, when they cut from her, to from her her interview look to her like real time look, you can tell it's just exhausted her. Yeah, Gina has definitely been through the ringer, but like you said, I think it is nice to have Emily there as kind of like, you know, her support system. And I mean, even when Gina was like did not want Emily to be a part of her life, Emily was still there and still made an effort. She's and a I great think, friend. I, and okay, by the way, quick side note like added thing at BravoCon, Tamara said that Emily was the one of the, of the, all the housewives who like doesn't fit. And that she's like, they're not really friends with her. And like, it's hard to connect with her. And she's just now starting to show like some of her life. And I was like, Emily's fantastic. Everyone loves Emily because again, you need one housewife that has the heart and that's going to yeah. kind of keep everyone on like a moral, like level playing field. You know, Stephanie in Dallas, yes. you know, Cynthia in Atlanta, like Emily is sort of that pillar. So 100%. fuck you, Tamara. I can't with her. Tamara's like the worst. The if we worst. haven't said it enough times. We do not like Tamara. Um, okay. Speaking of Tamara, let's move into the rest of the Trace Amigas. We need to talk about 
Shannon. Shannon's divorce drama, her settlement issues, and we got to talk Is about Is anyone else exhausted by this? Like, I, for some reason, thought they got divorced like 10 years ago, and we're still <laughs> talking. I know it's been like two. But like, this is insane. And, you know, here's the thing, though. I, I yes, I'm sure David's being a total asshole in the courtroom, and I'm sure that's all a nightmare. But, like, Shannon, you're going to get your money. You know, and, and she deserves it, but I'm just like, there's no way you're walking away with nothing, considering how long you were married and considering how much his business grew when you were married. I think they're playing it up a little bit for the camera. See, I'm on this edge of my seat where I'm like, <laughs> will Shannon get the money? Will she not get the money? You know, I'm such a Bedora whore. Yeah, that I, like, you love are. Her, that I I'm do love her. Like, I love her too. I love her too. But, but I just think she deserves the world. And like, I, it just breaks my heart to see her so like nervous and stressed out. Except I did love that like legally blonde, like, walk she had with all of her binders oh my God, yeah. she was like strutting into the courtroom yes. in that white power suit and I was like girl you're not wearing too much makeup you look yes. fantastic but did you see how quickly her how quickly she freaked out when the word Key West got brought up. Oh my God. She immediately flipped and I was like what the hell is that about? And apparently everyone everyone has drama in Florida Key West Florida Palm is a no fly zone Clearwater no one Luann no one can go to Florida because shit goes down in Florida that you cannot Tinsley you can't come back from all the drama you know who, you know who does love to go to Florida is Jax Taylor because he is from Clearwater Florida so if that's just not even more of a case of why it is, from it is the pit of hell America, I cannot no offense Florida love I love you. Disneyland love the fact that like the biggest Scientology building is built in Clearwater you know what I mean it's but, all Good. Also, Walt Disney World's in, in Florida. I love Miami's in Florida. I love Florida. I've never been to Miami. I've never been to Florida, period. Because you I, haven't? No, because as we are finding out right now, there's only a couple hot spots there that you can land safely and not lose something. I mean, I mean. Your dignity, <laughs> your heart, your hey, mind. Hey, I feel like Florida gets a bad rap a lot of the time. And every moment I've spent in Florida at the um, parks of Walt Disney have been beautiful, <laughs> beautiful and gorgeous. Uh, but yeah, oh. no, I mean, I mean, so guys, the ladies of OC are going to Miami. Vicky complained about it at BravoCon and she said that production pays for the vacations, but um, they, they always skimp out on them. She's like, I want to Greece and we're going to Miami. We're going to Florida. And I'm like, Vicky, you're not a housewife. You don't Vicky get to say. biting the hand that feeds her as well. Like talking bad, revealing production secrets. Like, and I'm girl. sorry. Like we all know that you're wealthy as hell from the Kodo insurance. So come on like that. Pay for it yourself. Crying about shit like that makes you look much more of a Trumper. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you've got to stop doing that. Um, with, with the trip to Miami, oh, do you, so Okay. We saw a glimpse of how crazy Bronwyn gets in this episode when she drinks. And honestly, it was not as crazy as I was expecting, but it was still pretty wild. Do you think Miami is the moment where these ladies are going to be like, you drink too much, you well, have a problem? Because I swear there was a preview at the top of the season where they someone looked at Bronwyn and was like, you're an alcoholic. Or basically say, I mean, it wouldn't be a Housewives franchise without some alcoholic accusations. But they have to. And again, I think, I mean, it's kind of, scary we're kind of maybe we're entering this new maybe we're watching Bronwyn enter this new phase of her life where she's like my kids are I'm done raising my kids kind of maybe no, she it, has literal babies no in the she house. yeah she's like I mean even though she's not but maybe she's like oh my god like my breasts are free I mean I'm free maybe we're about to see her like 
Spiral. Full freedom. Yeah. Burn the bra. Ron wins. But then, but again, like we see more drama happening between Kelly and Shannon and Tamara than anybody else on this fucking trip. Like, I I'm interested to see if they still go to Key West and if Shannon goes with them to Key West. Do you think she'll have like an emotional breakdown? I think breakdown? she'll go. I think she'll stay with Tamra. I, 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 I feel, I see like an emotional walk down like a boardwalk in Florida being like, is this where they went? That's what is she this- was saying was going to happen though. And I, but I, and I literally think she said that because she's like, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. I'm probably going to go and have a really emotional walk with a cameraman. She's planning like the production shots already. She's like, okay, 100%. so we're going to hit No, she's a, literally being like, so B. we're going to, yeah, we're going to shoot me at sunset. I'm going to walk in like a, you know, a moo-moo. I'm going to have maybe a cocktail in my hand and I'm just going to have one glistening tear down the cheek and think about David and think about our lives. Think about how I'm stronger now that I've left him. You know what I mean? It's going to be great. I love this whole like, like brand new woman, Shannon, like persona, this character she's forming this season. Like, you see her so strong and then you see the moments where she falters, but she always comes back stronger exactly. and it's amazing. She's much less full of shit this it's year. It's so real. It's very real and I appreciate seeing her struggle yes. with these moral ambiguities because like... And with the settlement, you know? I, oh my God, totally. And with, well, and with Tamara and Vicky just being so cold-blooded, like, no, fucking kill her. Like, I'm gonna get her with Kelly. Yeah. It's just so nice to see one of them go, oh no, maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> it's nice to see one of the Trace Amigas be a human. Yeah! Which yeah. I, I've always loved Shannon for that. But did, did we cover everything with OC? I think so. Again, I just really want Shannon. All I wrote under Shannon was David. Yikes. Like, I just really want that whole thing to be over with. It really um, needs to And end. I really wanted Emily to go home with that stripper that she let, you know, ride her up I and mean, down. I mean, we know. I mean, okay. So I had some friends who took the bar recently. And so I looked up their names to see if they pass and my friends all pass. Congratulations. Lawyer friends. So proud of you guys. <laughs> Lawyers. But California bar, California bar, which is, I think the pass rate's like 48%. It's really hard. It's the hardest bar to pass in the States. Um, well I checked and Shane did not pass once again. So is this the second or the third time? I feel like this is like, this is pass number two. That's fucking dark. Unless That's no, maybe really it was number sad. two, but oh, I pray for I pray for a divorce for She's, She says that they're going to be fine, that they're going strong. Like, she was so defensive of him on at, at BravoCon. He's going to be on the reunion. Andy's been teasing <gasps> it out. Do you think they know any of the housewives of Salt Lake City? Who? Um, Because he's Mormon? I mean, isn't he from Salt Lake? Am I wrong? Wait. I thought that he was from Salt Lake. Maybe there'll be, like, a Listeners, please corroborate if that's true or not. So I saw on, like, I you know, I'm, like, on all these, like, back page, like, websites for, like, Bravo and stuff. And I've seen, like, some teased out possible ladies. Half of them are Mormon, half of them are not. Which I think will be a very interesting dynamic. You were the one who helped break the story, actually, on Hot and Bravo. I did. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who gave me a little hint, and I, I guessed correctly. You were so um, you like, made us look so cool. Oh well, I try. Um, and yeah, I mean, a couple years ago, I I watched the show on CNN um, that talked about how the biggest prescription drug epidemic is in Salt Lake City amongst the women of the Mormon community. So if that is any indication of what we're in for, I'm um, looking forward to it. It's going to be a crazy series, I think. Kalanapin-induced fights. Like, let's just I live for it. I love it. (laughs) And it would be way better than half the stuff we saw in Beverly Hills last season. But but whatever. (laughs) 
Whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it for our OC recap. Matthew, again, thank you so much for coming. Oh, Let- again, an honor, a, priv- a privilege, a, 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 you know, a passion of mine to be with you, to be here. And great. I know you're not on social media yet. 2020 is a new decade, y'all. But <laughs> if people want to find out more about you, how can they? Uh, MatthewJMcFarland.com. Uh, you can see me sing, and there's some nice photos of me on there. And uh, YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Everyone's on YouTube. We are not. We, I think we might have like a video or two. We used to do some like short videos. Okay. Um, but you can find uh, Hot and Bravoed on Instagram and Twitter by searching at H-O-T in beer, A-V-O-D. If you guys want to make sure you don't miss any of our other recaps, we've got Jersey. We've got Atlanta. We're going to do Dallas if it's not too boring. We've got our This Week in Bravo <laughs> Top 5. We had a BravoCon, BravoCon special this week. So subscribe wherever you are listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys want to follow me on social media, it's at Eddie underscore Estrada. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>